Merrimack come to Boston, man. Show Coach Joey Gallo, Merrimack Warriors, Northeast Conference, eight and four in the year. Coach, good to talk to you again. How's it up yeah. there in Boston, man? Is it real cold up there, man? Yeah, yeah, it's cold, but um, we're playing well, so you don't really feel the cold when you're playing well. So um, all we know right now is. It's warm inside the gym, so that's a good thing. Yes, indeed. Now, Coach, you only played 12 games this year, man, and then we're almost the end of the season here. Uh, how's it been trying to get your guys in rhythm, knowing you have a limited amount of games to make the run you want to make, to make the, to do what you want to do this season, win, win the championship? I know, I know, I know you can't play postseason-wise, at least win the, the, the regular season tournament, at least, at least win that for sure. Yeah, um, you know what? We, we've been – you know, we, we also know this could, could change any day with, with the testing and, you know, you kind of almost, uh, you know, hold your breath every time you have your, your two, three tests a week waiting on those results to come in. So we, we know that could change at any time. But um, since we've come back, you know, we, we had a really tough um, late November, early December. We were, our guys were home for a couple of weeks. Um, you know, we came back December 27th. Um, after being, you know, after having eight practices in 40 days. So um, that was the tough part when we first got back. But right now we're, we've gotten back, you know, guys gotten back in shape, um, you know, got a few games uh, under our belt early, which was almost like, uh, even though they were conference, it's almost like playing your non-conference, your scrimmages to get some of your bad habits out of you and get back in shape. So, um, you know, knock on wood, since December 27th to now, we've been in a, a really good rhythm. And, you know, we talked to the guys the other day and, you know, that the no postseason comes up a lot. Um, but I said, you know, all you guys have friends around the country playing on a lot of different teams. You know, how many of them with 14 days left in a season can say they're, you know, competing for a regular season championship right now? So, you know, that is our playoffs. Um, you know, there's six games left and, you know, we're, we're treating this like our playoffs. Most definitely, Coach. I, I feel like Jordan Minor and Mikey has really played really well for you guys, leading you away and scoring there. Tell us about what those two young men meant to your roster this year. Yeah, and, you know, to, to start off about those two guys, they also set the tone with with the way they work. I mean, even going back to September before we're, we're even allowed in the gym, um, you know, you see those guys out on the football field going through little conditioning routines on, on, on their own without even anyone telling them to do it. Um, you know, we had the day off today. Um, we had to tell Jordan Minor not to come to the gym because we don't want Sunday to be his seventh straight day of work, you know, on a back-to-back. Um, so those two guys, um, they, they, they're – deserving of everything that they've got this year. Um, you know, we had some of those older guys with Javaris and Jaleel Lord and Idris Joyner last year. Um, and, and these guys were kind of the gravy. And, and now we tell them all the time, they're like the, the steak and potatoes and have really grown into, you know, it took a couple games to figure out, oh, this is my new role. Um, but I, now they've, you know, they've handled it great. And also you got off the bench, you got two great guys in, in Malik and Jordan off the bench as well. So they bring your injury off the bench. I know you feel it's playing seven guys strongly here. So those two guys bring the injury off the bench is really key for you guys. Keep it keep so you don't have a, a big dip when you have your guys resting, of course. For sure. Yeah. And Jordan McCoy is, is a guy that, you know, he does everything the right way. He knows our system inside and out. Um, you know, Justin Connolly is another guy. He was out for a while, so he makes eight now. And he's another older veteran um, who missed last year. Um, with an injury, but, um, you know, with, with Jordan and Justin, um, you, you know that they're going to come in and, and do everything correctly. They're going to defend, they're going to execute. Um, you trust everything they do. Um, and then Malik Edmead, he, he, he brings a, a different dynamic of, of, 
you know, he's the microwave. He comes in, he's averaging nine and a half points in about 15 minutes a game. So, you know, those other Duke guys kind of hold it down as far as their, um, you know, the, the trust factor and, and knowing everything that we do. And then Malik kind of just, we just kind of let him go and go get us some buckets. And he's been, been able to do that. Most definitely, and like you said, you know, that's so important because, you know, we come off the bench, you really want to have guys with energy and effort and know your system and trust them because, you know, that's where the game's kind of won and lost sometimes with the, with the bench play. So yeah. if, you, if you get one of these guys too long starting them, second, second half, they're going to be dead, especially on a back-to-back as well. You know, because, you know, I cover the NBA and the Hawks, so I see, you know, for the NBA level, you know, back-to-back, they'll hit a wall in the fourth quarter and be done. So yeah. how key is Mel having your guys who – are you can trust and run them out there knowing that, hey, I got to get these guys some rest so we can be strong down the stretch here and we win clutch yeah. time. Yeah, it's been huge, especially with, with Jordan Minor. I mean, he's such a big physical guy and he plays so hard. Um, you know, early on before, before Connolly came back, he had nights where he was playing 35, 36 minutes on night one. Um, and then it was tough for him on night two. So now with, with, with Connolly back, you know, he's more in that 27 to 30 minute range and he's been much fresher um, on game two of these back-to-backs. It's been huge. Now, how cool has it been to prepare for just one opponent rather than having to play prepare for two during the week? So how's that been for you coaching-wise and practice planning-wise to only have to prepare for one team rather than two during the week? Yeah, it's it's definitely different. Um, for us, you know, we're, we're the way we play with, with the zone um, and how we play offensively, we – regardless of its one or two opponents, we really focus a lot more on ourselves than our opponent anyway. Um, where it's been different is how long it is in between games. Like you're going, um, you know, this past week we played Thursday, Friday. We don't play again until Saturday. So now it's a little bit different on um, managing your guys' bodies, managing your guys' minds, knowing that you don't have a game for eight days, you know, keeping guys healthy. Um, you don't want to peak too early in the week, you know, so we have a day off, then we'll have like a recovery lift day and a shoot day. Uh, then we'll ramp it up a little bit, ramp it back down. So it's it's more kind of managing, you know, the, the effort throughout the week to make sure everybody's fresh and ready to go on game day. Most definitely. And what's cool about the Northeast Conference is that you, all you guys are kind of close together. You know, there's four losses here, five. So everybody is so close. So this year, it's really a parody in the league for sure. And there's no easy nights there. We have eight wins in that league. Knowing how you can go, you have FDU up here one week, Wagner, LIU. You have, so it's like, it's, you just know these nights and the fact that you guys have eked out eight wins already, knowing what you, how tough it is, to make you really happy. Yeah. Yep. And it's, you're always a good weekend or a bad weekend away from kind of jumping two or three spots either way. So, you know, we're just trying to stay locked in here. We got six games left, three home, three on the road. So it's um, kind of in our hands now. Let me ask you this though, coach, uh, when your guys was only having a first and part of the year, eight practices in 40 days, yep. how was that to kind of not get guys hurt? You know, when you try to get them back into it, because you know, the inactivity, you, you, you risk a soft tissue injury where it's going to be nagging forever, right? So how was key your strength, strength staff and your assistant coaches and yourself playing so guys would not, you know, have those problems that some teams are having right now in February? Yeah, we really tried to ease, you know, as, as a coach, right, your mentality is always kind of go, go, go. We got to go oh, yeah. harder. We got to go harder. Yes. But you also got to have some smarts behind it. So um, when we first got, got back from Christmas, we really, we really eased into it. You know, we went um, 
we didn't even go full team right away. We, we did some individual workouts, just kind of got their conditioning level back up. Um, and we really had a, um, we had a lot of time to prepare as, as coaches because our guys were actually home for, for that majority of time. So um, we were very particular about how we were going to get these guys back in shape and, and ready. Um, and our, our strength staff has done a great job um, constantly with stretching and foam rolling and recovery with these guys. And, um, you know, uh, uh, there's certain guys, you know, like the guys like you mentioned, Mikey and Jordan Minor, you didn't really have to worry about them. You know, they, they came back from home in better shape than when they left. You know, they're out running and doing different things. But, you know, that's not going to be the case with everybody. So um, we, we were pretty particular about, you know, we're not going to try and win a championship in that first weekend against Sacred Heart. We got to build this thing to, to get us back. Um, so that we're peaking at the right time. So I, I think, um, you know, my, my staff did a great job with that. They're, you know, today's our day off, but they're out there right now with, you know, six or seven guys coming in and out shooting throughout the day. Um, so I, I give them all the credit in the world. They've really managed these guys in a great way. Now, how was you guys going from being in person to virtual? Cause I know academically that really matters as well. So a lot of guys might not like to be in a way from the school that structure. So how big was your academic advisory staff, your sister coaches to make sure that your young men's grades stayed high, you can kept those grades where you need them to be in that spring and summer semester that when they was way away from you guys. Yeah. You know what? I was, I was really worried about it and we ended up having our, our highest GPA probably in the history of the program. Oh, wow. Um, we were like a three, one, five as a team. Um, we had, uh, you met Jordan minor was a 4.0 Jordan McCoy was a 4.0. Justin Connolly was a 4.0. Um, so, uh, they, they handed it well, my assistant coaches, they're each in charge. Of, I only have two, um, right now until we're kind of bulk up our staff, you know, in this transition here, but, uh, each one of them's a, in charge of a, a handful of guys and they're constantly checking in with them and doing virtual study halls. Um, so it's been great. You know, there are a few guys, um, that really probably missed that face-to-face -face stuff, right? Uh, being at a place like ours, one of the best things that, that they do here at Merrimack is um, basically your, your tutor is the professor themselves, right? So these teachers will have a syllabus and you have your class time, but you also have off office hours where you can go and see them. So, you know, you do have a few guys on your roster that need that face-to-face -face time that they haven't been able to get as much. Um, but, you know, as a whole, we, we've done a great job with it. I think they're just... You know, people haven't thrown out that the new norm in a while. It's what everyone was talking about months ago. But the, the new norm has been all this kind of virtual stuff, and our guys have handled it well. Yeah, I would have been terrible, Coach, if I was yeah. in college, man. I would have been horrible, man. I was like, look, I need to get back in classroom. I'm going to get Fs and Ds. I need, yeah. to be, I need to be able to talk to you and see you because if something if some out here concept, I got you need to break it, break it down for me. I can't just take it and like, okay, this is, I need you to break it down for me. Tell me what, really why, why this is so I can really get it, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yep, 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 for sure. And sometimes, as you know, sometimes that charm can help you out get that better grade as well. So our guys, yes. <laughs> you give them a big smile. Hey, I'm trying. <laughs> Flash that smile. Maybe you get helped out a little bit. So now, yes, I'm try. trying. <laughs> yep, yep. Now, coach, I got a couple more for you, man. How was it uh, recruiting via Zoom for your 21 classes, 22 classes here? I know you want to see guys in their homes, man. So how's that been for you? having recruit Ville virtually showing them your great campus within Andover, which is up there in the great area of Boston up there, man. So how's that been? Yeah, you know what? We we um, we definitely miss on that because there's it's really rare that we actually have a guy visit here um, like our and not commit. Our commitment rate once we get a guy to campus has been pretty good because of, you know, the place it is. But we're also fortunate that we have such a young roster 
Um, so we don't have a lot of scholarships to give right now. You know, we actually got a, um, we got a, a really good um, guard coming in from Israel um, that we probably would have never got in different times because it was just kind of some follow-up on some emails and we did some Zooms and we ended up getting that commitment. But, um, you know, I think our, both our seniors are most likely going to come back. Um, that next class only has one senior in it and we already have a commitment. So um, while in normal years, we probably would have missed out on not having guys to campus um, because our team is such a young core nucleus, um, we haven't had to you know, do a whole lot of recruiting. Most definitely. That's one for you, guy, Coach. What was your quarantine hobby? I was playing the guitar, man. So I, 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 I can play this. I can string a little bit now. I can do some reads. I can do it now. So what was your quarantine hobby for you, man? I would love that. I, I'd love to be able to play the guitar. So I, I ran a lot. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty good. I could, I could uh, at 41 years old now, um, I, could, I could go out and, and bang like six-minute miles for, for a couple miles. So I got my, uh, I got my running up, and then I, um, I, I got a great man cave in my basement. And little by little, that thing's coming together. I got a golden tee down there now. I got NBA Jam down there. Um, I've kind of focused on getting that area right. And um, probably, the you know, obviously the most time spent is I have a four-year-old son and I have an eight-month-old son. So um, there's not a whole lot of other things to do when you got, you know, two young boys like that and, and a young family. So, but uh, it, it's, it's been great. I've been able to, you know, spend a ton of time with them. There's a lot, it's a lot less office time. You know, I, I come in, um, spend time with the guys on the court, you know, maybe watch a little film here with staff on, on certain days, but um, a lot of time is, is just spent at home with my family, which has been great. Most devil NBA jam things about my childhood coach of my Sega Genesis, man. <laughs> He's on fire. <laughs> I love it. I love it, man. Playing with Dominique Wilkinson, the Hawks, so my NBA jail, man. It takes me back to my childhood, right there, coach. I love it. My, my Kenny Anderson, Derek Coleman is my my uh, my Jersey team, and then uh, I was I'm a big Knicks fan, so Starks and Ewing is a great spot as well on that on that game. Yeah, my Hawks are just up there uh, on Monday night. The Knicks put it on them really, really good. So, uh, you know, I'm I hope my Hawks get together one of these days, man. I, I miss yeah. us being good. <laughs> Oh, man. Well, thanks for having me. Anytime, Coach. Hey, you be good, man. Be safe. And best luck to you guys next six games of the season. I'll be watching for sure, Coach. No doubt, man. Appreciate it. Thank you. Anytime, buddy. I'll right, we'll see you. All right. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.